Hey, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is a sell-off like you believe, like you read about. We're um, It's been a tough, tough day. I mean, uh, NASDAQ is down. Dow is down. I mean, uh, you know, we may be... Uh, you know, we may be getting to, uh, we may be getting into some bear territory, bear territory here. So, um, we've just kind of got to look at. It. So, kind of let's just kind of go through the, through the uh, the slides here. Well, it it definitely looks like the bear's out of the cage. And um, oops, that's the wrong one. I'm showing I'm showing the wrong, the wrong slide set here. So I got to get get the right slide set up here. Let's see if I can do that real quick. Uh, here. Yeah, let's go to the slides. And yeah, there we go. Got too many things going on. So um yeah, as I as I say, I mean the, 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 the market is definitely pulling back hard. And uh, you know, the question is, is the bear out of its cage? I mean, uh it's uh, kind of looking that way, uh, at least with uh, you know, with at least with what I'm seeing. You know, the bear seems to be uh, kind of on the prowl, and uh, it's really doing some damage. I, uh, you know, just about all my positions are down except for the bear trade, the bear trades that I have on um, on Disney and on uh, a few other ones. So, you know, for the uh, exclusive for the people that are on the Discord uh, room. We have, um, you know, we, we have we have trades that uh, that that are working there, but uh, that's about it. It's a it's a very 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 tough market right now, and uh, just so kind of want to go through the slides with you here. Um, this is a look at the Nasdaq, and uh, you know it's looking pretty uh, it's looking pretty bad. I mean it's it's fallen definitely through that fifty uh, day line, and it's it's pulling back. And here's the thing that's very very key. I don't know if you could see this, but uh, everyone that's looking um, on TikTok, I'm actually broadcasting this on YouTube simultaneously. You could just kind of, there you go. You can go, if you go right to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, right with this address right here, you can uh, you can see it live as, I, as I'm showing it to you right now. Um, so, But what's happened is we've pulled down below that 50-day line, and it's just, uh, you know, it's just going down. And uh, this relative strength line, this is the relative strength line against the S&P. That's this blue line here. It's crossed below the 200-day moving average. So this is, does not this does not pretend well for the, the future. The key level, of course, on the NASDAQ that we were all watching was that 14,000. And we're way below that. We're, we're, uh, we're off 2.46% today. So the, the market is definitely retreating. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's definitely retreating and, uh, you know, we're kind of in a situation where, you know, you've got to be super, super careful about initiating trades right now. It is just, uh, you know, it's a tough, tough market to trade and, um, you know, that this happens. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of paying for last year the, you know, the, the good stuff that was happening last year. Well, we're kind of, we're, you know, we're kind of paying for it right now. In, uh, in in this market. So definitely a tough market to trade. You, you just want to be super careful. I'm mostly in cash right now. The only thing I'm really, I, I lightened up on Apple. And again, I'm just about ever out of most everything else. Basically, I've moved primarily into uh, the commodity-based stocks. I'm in the oils uh, and I'm in the mining stocks, but that's pretty much it. I do have a position in uh, HCO, which is uh, Marine Max, and they've been doing very, very well. Um, so some of the leisure stocks have been doing well, but uh, pretty much nothing else. I uh, also wanted to give you a look-see at the Dow Jones. 
And, uh, you know, this was, this was, uh, you know, this was, this was holding up very, very well, but it's, it's moving down too, down seriously today, 651, uh, points. And basically it's about 1.9%. What's happening here is, you know, we're going to start to see some inflation and when inflation happens, growth stocks don't happen and other people sell off. So it's looking as if, you know, we may be seeing, you know, we, the bear may be out of the cage and, um, you know, that might be, uh, that might be something that we want to really watch out for because that's going to have to, ch- we're going to have to change our, our, uh, exposure to the market. We're going to have to be more in cash. We're gonna have to wait more for the opportunities and they will come. I mean, but, uh, right now it's just, a, it's a tough market to trade and, uh, it is pulling back very, very severely. I also want to show you the S and P and it's almost as bad as the Dow. It's off today, uh, about 2%. Um, so, you know, it, overall, you know, we're looking, you know, we're looking fairly lower. Now I'd be very, very careful at this point. Uh, if you're considering using something like the SQQQ, be very, very careful right now as it can be very volatile. And I think that, you know, the best position right now to be in is at least 50% cash, uh, even though we're in a confirmed uptrend, believe it or not in the market. So it's a tough market to trade. Uh, but you want to start lightening up, especially on some of the tech issues, kind of show you kind of what I'm holding currently just so you can get an idea. Um, basically, I'm in floor. That's a large construction company. It's down today. Not a lot. It's about 76 cents down. Um, the uh, Apple is, uh, I'm in Apple. I, I lightened up on Apple. That's down today, about $3.60 to 122 Now, if Apple falls below about 120 then I think we're definitely going to start to see a real bear market here. But right now, it's still holding above. Uh, Matador Resources, this has been doing very well for me, though, um, even though it's down slightly today, this has been up overall. This is a company, oil and gas company, exploration company based here in Dallas, uh, and it, uh, it it has done very well. And I still, I, I still, still think these resources stocks are kind of the place to be. I'm also in, in Marine Max. It's been down very, very significantly. You know, I may have been sold out of this one. I don't know. Um, had a lot of nice gain in it, but it's pulling back too. Uh, the, the volume is up on it. So I think there's a lot of selling pressure on this one. Um, and I'm also in Rio Tinto. This is an old style, uh, very, very, uh, old school mining company. Uh, it's, it's done quite well, but it's off today as well. And Southern copper and that's off. So we're really, we're really kind of down across the board here. And, uh, it's just, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's uh, just getting difficult to trade. But uh, if you need, uh, if, if, uh, you know, if trading has got you down, I've got, I've got possibly an answer for you. And this is the Dallas Trading Floor Special Discord Service. And uh, basically, um, throughout the day, we're, as we're trading, uh, this offers direct access to me directly so I can take a look at your trades, kind of maybe give suggestions and possibly other things. We also have members only options and stock trades. And, and this is kind of great in this market because, uh, we can create these bear trades that have been successful in this kind of market. And those are available only for members, pretty much only for members. Also, and I think this is one of the really the best features about this. We have a community of like-minded traders that are all about making money and they're available as well. So, you know, it's not just a gym in there with not just me in there. It's other traders as well. And by the way, it's worldwide. We have, we have traders all the way from the U.S. We have some in Dubai. Um, Europe. So it's really becoming an international type community. If you want to find out more about it, super easy to do. 
just go to um, www.vinnyvhinny.com slash you and then Dallas trading floor, all one word. And if you go there, um, you're going to see some of the, some of the trades, some of the, some of the spread trades that, uh, that we have put up, um, you know, that, uh, that are for our pay members, but that you get an idea of kind of the content that we're putting out there. And then, um, you know, if you do decide that, um, uh, you know, you are interested in possibly trying uh, the Discord room for a month. It, uh, it that's available too. You can just uh, you can click right on and uh, and and do that. So, um, for those who are interested, uh, Dallas Trading Floor Special Discord service. Just thought I would give you kind of a heads up there. Um, and let's get to some of the questions. Thanks for holding, everybody. Uh, let's see, Christian. It's the first one. Thoughts on Diageo. Um, you know, Diageo is a great company. It's, um, you know, it's the world's largest beverage company. And, you know, it's interesting because in in recessions, the alcohol businesses do do pretty well. So that's not a bad idea. Um, I think it's DG. Um, let me just put that in here. Let's take a look at the chart on Diageo. Let's see if I can get into Diageo right now. Right. I think it's DG is their symbol. Uh, DG. Oops. No, it's Dollar General. I am so sorry. Let's see if I can get Diageo, Diageo's symbol. Get up now. Uh, Diageo. Uh, let's see. What's our symbol for Diageo? Oh, symbol. And that trains under DEO. And I should have done that, but I didn't. DEO is the symbol for Diageo. And again, it is the world's largest spirits company. And uh, so let's see if we can... Well, if it's not letting me there... Okay, maybe, 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 maybe it'll let me there. Okay. So let's get that up for everybody. All right, so let's take a look at Diageo and uh, see kind of how kind of how it's lining out here. Let's see if I can get a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little little bit bigger. There we go. Okay. So first look at the weekly chart. It's, you know, it's got this, it's just basically trading above the 50-day line. Let's see if there's any kind of ability. Wow, look at that. It it uh, it, there, it pulled above. There's a short-term pocket pivot with a, um, you know, with, with, with basically an opening at 183.73, and it's right at that, up $4. Wow, that's really good. Look at this. Very nice relative strength line. The relative strength itself isn't very good at 55, but the relative strength line is excellent, and it looks like it has been trading up. So let's see if they're going to come through earnings. Earnings are on May 12th, so basically they just looks like they're just at earnings. So they're probably going to announce. Let's see if they've announced yet. Nope. They're going to announce after hours, and uh, the trend has been, uh, been pretty good. Their sales were down just 1% last quarter. Uh, profits were down though, uh, 10%, but it looks like 
they may be turning the corner back to profitability. That would be pretty excellent. Lots of funds in this one, 227. Um, you know, but only 1%. Interesting. Well, that's interesting. 1% funds in it. Nice cash flow. We'll see if they make their number here. Um, boy, let's let's see how they've been trading into the close. I'm going to take a look at the 15-minute chart here. Yeah, it looks like we gapped up. Wow, we did. We really gapped up. We're pulling back. Looks like about to that 184 level. Here's the thing. Here's what I would do on this one, uh, Christian. I think what you got to do is you got to wait until the earnings happen uh, and see what's going to happen tomorrow. It looks like, you know, this one, you know, <laughs> when there's trouble in the market, there's a few places that always do well. And the sin taxes and those are good gambling and, and, uh, and, and, and liquor always, <laughs> always are, are good good areas to be in the market when there's trouble. So I'm kind of liking this one. I don't know if I would buy it right away because the checklist is a little bit weak for me. Um, but overall, it's kind of looking pretty decent. Uh, it's it it's The problem is the sales have been lagging. That's the real indicator. If their sales numbers are very good uh, this evening, if their sales numbers are up, you know, maybe 5 or 10%, then I think this might be a buy. Um, but it's looking very, very good right now. Um, one other concern is the alcoholic beverage market index is not as good as I'd like it to be. It's only 139 out of um, 197. Let's kind of look at some of the potential. Um, let's 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 look at some of the uh, some of the potential competitors uh, for that. So let's look at the alcoholic beverages. Uh, look beverages here. Oh, goodness. Okay. Let's see. Look at the industry group rank, and it's 139 that we're looking for. So it's a little bit, so it's a little bit, this is the, this is one of the issues with Diageo. It looks like it's a very best in class company, but there's one area that I don't quite like. And of course, that is the area, that is the, um, that is the group. I, I like to be in the top 10% of where the money's going. And right now that doesn't appear to be the case. So let's look, let's look at the alcoholic beverages group and see how it's performing overall. You know, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing, Christian, I'd be careful with this group. And this is the list. This is the, this is the chart of the overall, overall group. It was doing very, very well up until the beginning of May, but it started, it's fallen below the um, it's fallen below the 50 day line. So my guess is, and it does have a downward trend on the S on the S and P 500 line. So I don't think this is an area that you want to be in. It's just a weak sector, even though Diageo is probably the best of them. Um, let's take a look at their one competitor really. And, and that's really Anheuser, that's really Anheuser-Busch or InBev. This is the Dutch uh, conglomerate. And it seems to be doing a little bit better than um, than than Diageo. So here's the thing: I would probably skip on the Diageo. I would probably put it on a watch list, but I would uh, I would consider, uh, you know, if you're going to be in this group, and this is uh, this is the alcoholic beverages group, I would consider going with Imbev in this case, not which is the symbol Bud B U D. Uh, rather than uh, rather than rather than um, Diageo, because it does look like, in terms of the group, that's the best of the breed. Right now, we kind of have we're sort of in this weird place where we got to really look at the leaders. And uh, right now, unfortunately, 
MBEV is the leader and not not uh, Diageo. So that's kind of what that's kind of my two cents on that. Uh, has no kill. Nicola actually reversed. Take a look at uh, this is a question from Andrew. Um, NKLA. I doubt this has. I, I would be uh, in this kind of market environment. I would be very very careful about initiating new positions. It just isn't a good place to be. Nicola is the one, of course, that everybody knows about that uh, had that SPAC that uh, um, that came out very, very strongly, but it hasn't really done anything since. Let's go to the weekly chart to kind of take a look. As you can see, you know, there's a lot of excitement in this one. You know, a lot, lot of a lot of excitement. They, they, you know, they, they, they do the battery electric hydrogen vehicles. Unfortunately, they can't produce any of them. They did have a, an agreement with with uh, GM, but when GM kind of discovered that they didn't really have anything, the jig was up. So I just can't see investing in this one. It has a relative strength of one, which is the worst. Uh, it has uh, its sales are terrible. Uh, believe it or not, there's still 20% funds in this. I just can't believe this because uh, currently it's selling for $12.49. This is a really good example of a, a thing to just run away from. Uh, you know, I don't even think that I wouldn't even short this one because uh, it, it there just isn't enough there. You know, obviously the right time to short it was basically, uh, you know, back at the beginning of the year when it was when it was about in the thirty to forty dollar range. That was a good time to short it. But you know, I just think that it it's not bottoming. I I wouldn't buy this one. I just think you got to be very very careful. So I would just you know Andrew on this one. I think you've just got to be you know this is a tough market to trade. So just, you know, don't buy this one. Um, so that's really what I got. I got to say about this. I just don't think that this is, uh, you know, I, I just, I just don't think that this is where you want to be. So I'd be super careful and, uh, and not, and I wouldn't be a buyer of, of Nicole. I wouldn't even watch list this one. I think it's just not in this kind of market. It's just not really good. Any recommendation? Thanks for thanks, Jeet. Um, so appreciate your comments. You know, this is one of the few areas of the market that's doing extremely well, and uh, you know, everything else in this market, you know, has just has just been, you know, has, has been has been terrible. But uh, the not the not the not the energy sector. The energy sector is you know, may, is maintaining its 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 situation as being probably the best sector to be in. Right now, the U.S. oil and gas is, I think, the best of, of, of the breed in terms of that. And I kind of want to show you the uh, sort of the chart for this entire group. Here we go. This is the entire group. This is I'm going to show you which ones that I'm in and kind of where it is. Now, this is one of the few groups, by the way, the Nasdaq's pulling back, the, the, um, the Nasdaq is down, the S&P is down, but this is one of the few groups that's actually doing well. The relative strength is 99 on this on this group, and as you can see, it's well above all of the all of the lines. So now it did pull back a little bit today. Uh, it the the price of oil, crude oil, has come down a little bit. The ones that I think are the best in this are Devon, Diamondback, and um, and 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 possibly Oasis. Oasis is I think the one you want to look at. This is a symbol is OAS on 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 this stock. Basically, oh, the reason Oasis is so good is take a look at this chart. It's almost straight up. And as you can see, unfortunately, there's not a really good place to buy it. But 
this is the one I think you want to look at. It's up $1.91 today, or it's about 2.5%. There's very, very little up in the market right now, but Oasis is one of the ones that's up. So this is one of the ones you kind of want to look at uh, as being a very good stock. It's trading right above the 10-day line, and it's looking pretty strong. Let's look at the checklist on it. The checklist is 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 an acceptable 66%. Now, this is the lowest that I like to to buy these, but right now, uh, this is a, this is a very good bet. They just went through earnings, and their profit was up a thousand percent. So, this is something that you might want to look at. Um, their sales weren't up that much, only eight percent, actually off eight percent, but their profits were up a thousand percent. And I don't know, I don't know if anybody's watching from the East Coast today, but as you know, the Colonial Pipeline was hacked yesterday, and there is limited gasoline in the East Coast. So gasoline prices are going up, and somehow I don't think they're going to come down all that much. So in the oil and gas sector, I think this is one you got to look at. OAS is the symbol, and I'll just kind of put that put put that up there. But uh, this is the one. Uh, it's called Oasis. Um, O-S- <laughs> O-A-S-I-S, and it's uh, the symbol is OAS. So it's pretty easy. Uh, to remember it, but this is the one I think you want to look at. There's other ones in 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 the sector. Oops, there's other ones in the sector, but this is one I think that it really is a, quite a good one. Oasis Petroleum. Uh, this is one. This is one you're in. Now I'm not in this one. I'm in another one called Matador, which I think is also very good. Uh, MTDR. Um, but I think if you're going to get right now, Oasis might be the place to do. Um, Matador is right at a, this is another possible one. It's right at a buy point. It's a little less expensive than Oasis is at $28.21 a share. But this has a very nice chart. It's just come through a very nice um, uh, cup, uh, kind of a pocket pivot. And it looks like it's moving higher. So that's another, that's, that's another alternative. Uh, that to that that that's that's another alternative to this group, is is um, is Matador, MTDR is the symbol on Matador, so I'll just put that up there. So this is another one you might want to take a look at. Very strong right now. I'm in this one. I'm off a little bit today though on it, but this has been strong. And I think it, I think if we continue to have the boom in the commodity prices. I think that this is an area that, you know, will be strong and remain strong, at least for a while. Let's see if we can get a question from TikTok. Thank you very much for holding. Let's see if I can get, oh, Southern Copper. Okay. This is another one that I'm in. Uh, It's called Southern Copper. And it's basically, uh, right now, I don't know if you know this, but there's several key areas in in the commodities markets that are very constrained. One of them of course, is lumber, as you know. I was in LPX, which is Louisiana Pacific. Unfortunately, I got shaken out of that one. I didn't quite buy it at the right point. But the other area that's big right now is copper. And it's, of course, used in all kinds of uh, motors and, the, and various other things. So very, very important. And one of the better companies in this is a company called Southern Copper. SCCO is the symbol on it. And what it is, is they're a miner and they're primarily in Mexico, and I and I am definitely in this one. Southern Copper, uh, SCCO. It's currently its current relative strength right now is 89, which is very strong. You're seeing very nice growth in terms of profitability in the stock. It's basically up 
uh, their their sales are up 47% and their profit. And this is the most important thing, because remember, this is not a growth stock. This is a commodities-based play. Uh, their profits are up 254% quarter over quarter. And they just went through their, they just went through, through their earnings. Their earnings were stellar. So if we're looking, you know, if, if we're comparing the market, the market is moving away from the big techs, uh, like your Apple. I, I trimmed on Apple today, had to. Uh, and it's moving into these commodity plays and Southern Copper SCCO. This this is a potentially really good uh, really good play. And and that that is basically uh, let's see okay there we go so Southern Copper is is the the symbol of this one is S. CCO Southern Copper. So this is doing very very well. Uh, it's it's it it is viable at this level, uh, at at the uh, at the seventy eight uh, seventy four level. It is viable at that level. Uh, I'm looking at the weekly chart here. I'm going to switch over to the to the daily chart to kind of give you a, a closer look at this. But uh, basically, we've pulled back from the buy point. The buy point's eighty three fifteen. We're below that. So. Uh, but I do think that it will reverse higher. It just basically, it's gathering steam, and it looks like it's going to move higher. But Southern Copper, quite a good company, at least for right now, as the market is just so, uh, you know, it's moving away from the tax into many of the uh, commodity stocks. All right, so we talked about energy stocks. And really the one I like on energy stocks is Oasis, O-A-S. That's the one I kind of like a lot. Um, hope the weather's better today. <laughs> Thoughts on DBE? You know, it's still raining here in Dallas, and I, you know, it's funny. I, I guess I'm, you know, um, it, it's it's funny. I I I'm very affected by the weather. I I, you know, it's just the strangest thing, but I definitely am. This is a great way to play the. Um, this is a great way to play the movement into energy. This is, of course, the Invesco uh, Energy Fund, and uh, it's quite good, and it does have. Uh, you know, it tries to it tries to um, to to move with the index, and it's right in a buy zone right now. Uh, the this is a, this is an interesting one. Um, the buy the buy point on Invesco is fourteen fifteen, so we're right above that at fourteen sixty six. The advantage of owning, especially in a commodity play like oil, unless you own the very I like to own the very best in the breed, but if you can't figure out what that is. The best way is to just to own the whole uh, group, and this is a great way to do it with um, with DBE Invesco DB Energy Fund. So this is a pretty good one. Here's the thing: uh, there is a there is a buy point on, you know, there 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 is a buy point on this one, and I'm just going to put that up here. Uh, so the buy point on um, DBE is. Um, is fourteen fifteen, so that's kind of where that's where the buy point is right now. This is buyable, by the way. This this stock right now is buyable uh, at uh, at at the buy point fourteen fifteen. It's right in the buy zone, and I do think that uh, this is a this is a very good way to play the energy sector. It's an ETF, so not about not a bad idea there. Uh, it's not a bad way to get exposure to this area. I mean, it's going to be tough because, you know, we've done so well in many of the growth stocks, many of the mega cap growth stocks, but they just aren't producing the returns right now. 
Um, by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy to, to see kind of the charts and everything that I'm showing. That's basically just go to uh, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, and I'm pointing to that right now on my screen. So that's a great way to, to go about it. Um, also, I uh, just wanted to kind of uh, uh, mention the Discord service that we have. This is kind of a new thing that we're doing, and uh, a lot of people really like it. And basically what it is is um, what we have here is that, you know, basically throughout the day I trade and um, I'm available on the Discord room really from the market open until, you know, with the with a few exceptions because you don't want to do the show. I, I'm not available. But all through the day, we do these special members only options and stock trades. And we put those out. We had really a nice one on uh, Disney that we put out. It's a bear trade. So it probably will do well in this market as the markets pull back. Um, we also, and I think this is really the best, best thing out there is that we have a community of like-minded traders and it is just so amazing. You know, it's so hard if you're just sitting at home trading, it's very, very hard to get a feel of, you know, you know, what, what, what's going on. And it's really nice to be in a community of, of like-minded traders where you can bounce ideas off and, and, uh, you know, even if you, even if you don't, you know, mention anything, it's kind of good to see kind of what's going on. I try to put out all my trades every day. You know what I'm coming, when I'm in, when I'm out, that kind of thing, and and uh, try to try to provide as much as you know information as I can there too. It's easy to find out more. And by the way, if you go to this site, it's not the most beautiful site, I can tell you that, uh, but it shows you kind of some of the past uh, options trades that we've had. So that's kind of nice. And I I don't I don't think that the trade for Disney is up there yet, but uh, uh, you know they come out with earnings tomorrow. But anyways, if you want to see this. Very easy to do. Just go to www.vinnyvinny.com slash u slash Dallas Trading Floor. So that's kind of a good way to take a look at um, the Discord service, which is, uh, you know, a lot of people are really, really liking. Uh, all right. Uh, I do not. I do nothing right now. Just waiting. Not a bad idea, Real Madrid. This is actually, you know, this is, you know, by the way, this is a absolute option right now for everyone. Uh, is to just, you know, is, is, is to just be, um, you know, just be out of the market. I mean, uh, took your profits on Apple. Good. Uh, got stopped out with stop loss. Excellent. And now I'm only in an ETF long-term. Um, that's a, uh, and in fastly. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Real Madrid. By the way, Real Madrid, uh, is, uh, is one of our viewers from Hamburg, Germany. So very cool there. Um, great. You know, it's good time to wait. There will be opportunities, you know, this is really a waiting game right now. We're, we're kind of waiting until, you know, there's, there's, there's more opportunities and there will be, there always are because there's always change in the market. That's one thing that you can, you can absolutely bank on is there's, there's always going to be some changes in the market. So, um, you know, you, there's always going to be opportunities, but right now being in cash is very good. I'm, I'm over 75% in cash currently. So, you know, that kind of tells you something. Uh, you know, that that's not a bad place to be. So very good idea. Uh, let's look at CrowdStrike, uh, CRWD. This is, uh, of course, um, a stock that uh, that I was in. I was shaken out of this one, unfortunately. I, I, I really like CrowdStrike. You know, it's funny when there's, unfortunately, when there's these, these uh, cyber attacks on things like pipelines, like the Colonial Pipeline that happened yesterday, it's, you know, CrowdStrike really comes into play as being, you know, the kind of company, the go-to company, you know, to kind of prevent some of that problem. Because, you know, 
what happened with that uh, that that uh, attack on the on the colonial pipeline was that uh, it was it was it was basically a hacking a pay for hacking group in Russia apparently that did it, and you know there's not much you can do. But CrowdStrike is a good company. They do have a lot of you know I'm not I'm not trying to to pitch for them, but they do have a lot of very good um, you know white hat hackers, and they and they can they can definitely amp up the security on a lot of these on, on a lot of these things. So great company, even though it right now is in the out of favor area. I mean the computer software security area is is not as you know is not as hot as it once was this just a few months ago. It's 122 out of 197 in terms of the sector. It seems to be it seems to be pulling back uh, up to the the 50 day line. Here's the thing. I'm a little bit leery. I like the company. I would probably, if I was in the business, I would probably be a, a customer. I'm not so sure that I want the stock right now, but it does have a checklist, a rating of 77%. So that's very good. But there's just been a lot of pressure in this area. We do have some nice funds in that they continue to go up. And if we look back at the profitability on this, I think they're approaching profitability here. Uh, yes, they are. So one of the great things about this, not only is this a growth stock, but they actually have profits, which going forward in a heavy inflation is going to be a very good thing. So this is kind of what you want to look for. You know, before a few months ago, you could you could really you could really look at companies that were not they did they had negative or you know earnings or but but positive sales growth. Today it's changed a little bit. You got to see that positive sales growth. You got to see that profit growth too. But look at this. Uh, their current uh, now they're getting ready to report. They're going to be reporting basically in 21 days, about three weeks. Um, you know, it's probably going to be very good for them. Last quarter, their sales were up 74%, but their profits, and this is the key, were up uh, really an, an incredible 750%. So this is still a great company. Would I want to own it right now? No, I probably would not want to watch. The, I would probably not want to own this one, not because of the company, but because of the sector that it's in. It's just so difficult in this sector. So what I would do with CrowdStrike, C-R-W-D, is I would watch list this one for now. But, I, you know, I, I definitely, you want to keep track of this one because this has the potential of just being a monster. Uh, and and it, it's a great, it's a good stock. It's just right now, I think you got to be a little bit careful. It's up after hours at 190, but there's really the really the buy point on this one is on a consolidation basis 251. So we're little bit, little bit, we're sixty dollars off of the proper buy point. So right now, you just got to watch this this one and uh, and wait for wait for appropriate entry. But there is an appropriate entry at about 251 on CrowdStrike, and I do think uh, CrowdStrike is looking pretty pretty good. Let's see. Um, let's see. Tesla. Okay, this is a question that's coming in from the uh, from um, from TikTok, and of course it's on Tesla. And I still am a Tesla bull, even though I don't own it right now. It's just uh, it's just it's just pulling back. There's you know it's one of those things. I don't know if you saw, but uh, it looks as if the Chinese government is going to slow walk. The production of Tesla in the Shanghai factory. They're not going to be able to expand. They've got some political issues going on there. Who knows what's going to go on? But uh, this is this is affecting the stock definitely. Um, you know, it's it's affecting the stock right now. We're at a very we're almost to a key level. Remember when I was talking to you? If you've been watching the show any any amount of time, 
Uh, we're coming up on this key level, which is 590. I, I basically have been talking about, you know, we're going to see if it bounces at 590. If it could hold above 590, then I think, you know, you know, we might be able to hold on to it. If you're down more than 7% on the stock, I think you just got to sell because right now the trend is downward uh, on Tesla. We're, we're going to, we may bounce at uh, the 580. If we don't get, if we don't get strength at 580, then we're probably going to go even lower, probably down to this, the original buy point where I bought, of course I bought before this too, but where I bought originally at 502. So, uh, and I've been out for quite a while. You know, this is why, even if you're in love, never fall in love with the stock. Believe me, I, you know, if I didn't follow my rules, I would still be in this stock. I absolutely would. Cause I love the story. I love the, everything about it. But, you know, you just got to put those rules in. And my rule is, you know, wherever I buy it, the initial stop loss is put in 7% below where I bought it. And if it falls through that, well, I just have to live with it. But, uh, you know, if you're in the stock, you know, and you don't have a profit cushion, you know, you know, it's time to preserve your uh, your trading capital. So you got to be careful and you probably want to to exit the trade until, you know, there's a there's some better opportunities on that. All right, so let's take uh, Levi. Uh, there's a nice discount on LPX right now. You know, this is one of the ones I might consider buying on a on a pullback because uh, Timber is in short supply right now. It looks like they they have had some kind of I don't know what event has happened, but there's been a huge pullback. I was I was shaken out by the way of 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 LPX here. I was I was absolutely shaken out of LPX. I wasn't expecting it, but you know, again, that's why I put my stop losses in. Uh, but uh, it's fallen through the 21-day line. This is really the key level when you're trading a stock to look at. It's this green little green line here. This is the 21-day exponential. If you could stay above that, then you're in pretty good territory. When it pulls below that, that's a problem, and it definitely has today. It's down almost 8%, which I don't understand why. There's a lot of selling going on. Can't figure out what's going to be happening here. Now, if you want to buy this on the rebound, and this one is, I don't think this is a broken stock. I just think it's going to rebound. But here's the thing, you know, what I would do is I see if see if this test of the 21-day line, see if it bounces. So this is the thing. You might be able to buy this one on the reversal. I would consider that for this stock because it's in such a good sector. It's in it's in the, it's in 12 out of one, 197 in terms of the sectors. Uh, the checklist is also extremely strong at 88%. Uh, but the, what, what the really good thing about here is the industry. Now, why did it fall so much? I think that they're having production issues. Uh, they just, you know, they would like to sell all the timber, but they're just not enough timber out there to sell. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things that's very, very difficult. Um, so the, you might be getting, this might be a, a potential for a reversal play. But right now, you don't want to buy it because the relative strength line is pointing down. It's got a 96 relative strength, which is very strong, but we have increasing sales. So wait for this one. See if it reverses. If it reverses higher, especially if it reverses above the 21-day line, that's a possible place you could get into it. The, the, uh, the, the number on that, if it moves above uh, um, about, uh, about 67.50, that's going to be a good place to go. Now, we're below that a little bit right now at 64, uh, 69. But if it moves above about 67.50, that's where you might want to consider getting into Louisiana Pacific because it is in the right area of the market, and it does seem to be working very, very well. 
Thanks, Jeet. Uh, this is uh, John Deere, uh, D-E. It seems like, you know, it's funny. I had a, um, I had a spread I had to close on, on, uh, on Deere, and I, I didn't wait long. <laughs> I, I probably didn't do it right. I, I'm glad I closed it because I had a, a bull spread. On. I thought it was going to do better than it did. I had to close it. just wasn't working. Uh, but it's pulled back down. It's almost to the, uh, it's, it's almost to the, um, the 20, the, uh, the 50 day moving average. So this is kind of a disappointment. It's earnings are basically coming up here in nine days. Um, right now, I think you got to be very cautious about this one. It just doesn't seem to be acting as well as I'd like it to. It seems like, you know, this, I, I think that this should be doing better, but it just isn't. Uh, the group is very good. It's 45 out of 197, but it still is not uh, necessarily as good as, good as it could be. The, unfortunately, the one to beat is Caterpillar in this category, CAT, and that one has been faring a little bit better. Uh, it's down a little bit today, but it's right at a buy point. So here's the thing with um, here's the thing with Deer. I think what you want to look at is not Deer if you're not in a stock already, but Caterpillar. I think that's the one you want to look at. It's a Dow stock. All the Dow stocks are off a little bit today, uh, but this one is looking healthier than Deer, at least for right now. So, uh, not an easy, not an easy place to trade. I could tell you that. Not easy to trade at all because it's a very good stock. It just the market is just a tough market right now to um, to 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 trade. Let's see if we have. Oh, okay. Thanks for sharing. By the way, thanks, everybody, on the TikTok room. Thanks for sharing that live video. And by the way, if you want to go to the live, it's, uh, it's uh, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. That's where I'm broadcasting live, the, the charts and everything. Just trying to get everybody that that to stop by on the TikTok room. Um, let's see. Um, sell off. Um, sell off tech portfolio. You know what? I think you got to lighten. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate it because I love the tech stocks done very, very well in the tech stocks. But right now I just, I, it's just, it's just not a very good uh, time to be in tech. I mean, I, I kind of want to show you this, this ranking list. And the reason I keep bringing this up is because this is sort of what's happening in the market where the, where the, where the, where the money's going right now, all of the top industry groups are basically oil and gas related or department stores, which is odd. But oil and gas is doing very well. Retail's doing well. But, you know, and steel producers are doing well, which when was the last time there was a good steel producer? It hasn't been around for a long time. Also, the ship companies are doing well. There's one ship, there's an Israeli national shipping company. Zim is the symbol, Z-I-M. They're doing pretty good. But if you look here, you know, the reason I'm concentrating in this area is because I'm looking to see where the money is moving into the market. And the money right now is moving into, you know, um, things like, um, uh, you know, uh, th things like metals and mining, uh, oil and gas, steel, uh, chemical, agricultural chemicals, which is, a, you know, real, real yawner. There's a company called IPI in there that's doing very well. Um, you know, also in, uh, of all things, book, the book publishers are doing well. I don't know why, but they are. I, I, I don't know. This is just based on everything. And unfortunately, everything that was doing, doing great is way down here in the basement. As you can see, I mean, everything that uh, that was at one time doing great is now, you know, kind of down there. I mean, the computer software area has just been devastated. Kind of give you an idea of some of the some of the some of the computer software areas. But, 
you know, this had been doing so well. But look at, you know, look at this. I mean, you know, right now, uh, computer services outsourcing, 156 out of 197. So that's not good. Um, you know, it's just not good. I mean, enterprise software is doing bad, 151. Uh, design, desktop, uh, you name it. I mean, it, computer software just right now isn't the place to be. It just, it just isn't. Chips are bad as well. So the 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 movement has been out of some of those traditional areas, more into you know the commodity based place, the oils, uh, the mining, some of the shipping, and the, some of the retail. So it's uh, it's it's definitely a mixed bag out there. Really, really is uh, not easy to play. That's for sure. All right, so let's look at Caterpillar. Oh, these are two great ones, by the way. ACGO, this is a, um, this is a, a uh, I think it's a Luxembourg-based company, a, uh, but it's a, it's a big deal. It's, I think it's a farming company. That's what I understand on this one. Uh, and, and this one is based, uh, oh, I'm sorry, it manufactures, I, I apologize, I had it wrong. This, this is another tractor maker. God, the tractor makers are doing good and everywhere else, not so much. But the tractor makers are doing well. And the reason the tractor makers are doing well is very simple. The prices of commodities are, are very much up. And so what's happening is that the everybody's scrambling to get enough equipment so they can plant, you know, basically hedgerow to hedgerow. That's what they're going to do because the, it looks as if there may be a small famine in China this year, believe it or not. Um, they're going to have some ex, some trouble with their grain supplies. So agricultural chemicals, agricultural uh, machinery companies like Deere, they're doing well. Not quite as good as Caterpillar, but this one is a is a um, is a foreign company, but again, doing very very well. It pulled back to the um, to the 50 day line, so I wouldn't buy it at this point. But it has been been very steadily right at the 21 day line. I think Caterpillar is probably a better bet. CAT, of course, is the symbol on that one, and they they do a lot of stuff. They don't just do agricultural. Right now, Caterpillar is right at a buy point. After hours, it's up significantly. It looks like they had a, it looks like they're, yeah. Yeah, people are moving into Caterpillar. There's no question about it. Uh, 240 is the price after hours. It was too, close to 237. So it looks as if things are moving into Caterpillar. Let's look at the 15-minute chart to see. I cannot figure out why this is, but in terms of the after hours action, it is definitely up. So uh, it looks like we're going to move right above that very critical 237 buy point. It's, if it gets above that, then it's probably going to go higher. And it looks as if that is the case. So with Caterpillar, I think that, uh, you know, I think you have definitely a winner there uh, in terms of that. So out of those two, I think Caterpillar is the one you want to be on. You really want to be on it. Uh, how about copper stocks? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> CNBC. If it's on CNBC, you got to take it with a grain of salt because a lot of those guys they'll hype uh, the stuff that they already have. But I I do have one, and now here here I'm gonna, you know, full disclosure. I'm in SCCO. It's funny. It's funny how the CNBC people are are usually about a day or two late to the party. It's it's very interesting. I mean, we were seeing this about you know. Here at Dallas Trading Floor, we were we were seeing this movement into the coppers about three weeks ago, and that's when I started moving uh, some shares into into Southern Copper. That's the one that I currently have now. It's it was off today, but it is still very strong, and it has a buy point at eighty three fifteen. So, if you wanted to get some exposure to the, probably one of the few areas of the market where you could you could actually um, you, you you could you could actually do something. 
you might want to consider doing a buy stop limit order um, for um, it's for the at the buy point, which is um, which is eighty three fifteen. Put that in there. It's uh, eighty three fifteen, and then the best way to do this is set the buy stop limit order, uh, and then add ten cents to the price, giving you for this to to buy this properly automatically. It would be basically. Let's put this. Make sure I got all this right. All the math right. Eighty three fifteen plus ten cents, or eighty three twenty five. Um, eighty three twenty five. Yeah, there we go. So, so this is going to give us, you know, a good way that we could get into SCCO. I think this is a strong stock. Uh, it's in the right area of the market. Currently, you'll notice the metals of the miners are 18 out of 197. So it's definitely in the top 5% of the market currently. Uh, everything is 100% on this pass, pass, pass. So that's looking good. Uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of funds in it, which is amazing. And uh, you know the industry is looking good. So here's how here's how you could buy that one kind of automatically at the right place. Set a buy stop limit order for $83.15 plus 10 cents, giving you uh, oh, I said 82. I know I, I, I did that. I let me let me uh, let me re-edit that because I because I fat fingered it. There we go. 83.25. That's what we want to see. There we go. All right. So 83 83.25. Well, one of these days I'll get this right. Okay. Uh, 83.25. There we go. Now now it's showing correctly. <laughs> There we go. So here's how you want to. Here's if you want to get in. If you want to get some exposure to the copper area, which right now in the metals and miners are doing great. Uh, I can't. You know, I can't recommend it. But you know, the price of copper is going up. Uh, the buy point on Southern Copper is eighty three fifteen. You want to buy it just about just a little bit above that. Ten cents above that. Eighty three uh, fifteen plus ten cents. Eighty three twenty five. That's where I would be buying it. Now I'm already in in the in the issue uh, because I bought it a little bit a, a little bit early, you know, anticipating this move. But uh, it's interesting that the that the CNBC guys are talking about it. And again, I you know they're great guys, but a lot of times they're a little bit late to the party. Right now, uh, that's just the way it is. Twenty uh, percent would be better. <laughs> that's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So the thing is, I'm I'm over fifty percent cash, but because my positions are in SSYS and Fastly, uh, I won't buy anything in, until the overmarket is down over ten percent. That's not a bad idea, and I think we're getting there. I mean, I think we're I think we're headed. Towards a, towards a major correction. This has been a weird market because normally we would correct at this point, but you know there's so much Fed money out there that even though inflation is up, the reason that these these resource stocks are going up has nothing to do with you know all of a sudden everyone's discovered that you know copper is a great metal for whatever. It, it's not it's not innovation. It's just that these are the canary in the coal mine for inflation. You know, inflation. We're looking at inflation out there. We're looking at inflating inflation in terms of agricultural products. That's why the tractor makers are doing great. We're looking at inflation in some of the miners. Uh, that's why the you know um, that's that's why the miners are doing well, especially the copper miners. Um, we're looking at inflation in terms of gas prices. They've already seen that on the west on the east coast. Um, you know, that's why the oil that's why the oils are doing well. 
So this no, there's really no innovation going on here. Basically, what this is is this is all about the um, you know this is this is all about uh, the inflation, and and it's and and you know when the inflation gets going, you know many people that are listening to this are too young to remember the inflation. But when inflation gets going, it takes on a life of its own, and you know you, you can't really control it. I mean, it took. Um, it, you know, it took Alan Greenspan in the 1970s about four or five years to basically get inflation under control. And it was really, it was not, it was not a fun time. I can tell you that. So I'm afraid that, you know, because the canary is kind of out of the coal, you know, because the cat's sort of out of the bag, I mean, I think it's going to be difficult. I think you're going to see a lot of inflation. So there are ways you can make money uh, during that. By the way, and here's the interesting thing about inflationary times, it's typically cash. It's the best thing to have in inflation to every time. It's because it gives you the opportunity to to buy things. Now, uh, after after a pullback. So typically what happens is there's a lot of inflation, and then there's a pullback, and then there's a bubble. So uh, probably that's what's going to happen. Who knows? I mean, you can't predict the future, but that's kind of probably what's going to happen. All right. Uh, thanks. Um, uh, glad you addressed the short. Uh, I've got... I've got, I've I've got shorts, but I I, I just dumped them too. Yeah, you got to be careful about shorting right now. And the reason is, it's not that it's not that it's not the right direction of the market. It is the right direction of the market. You are correct in that. But the problem is, the devil's in the details. This is why it's very very risky right now to short actual shares. This is why what I do is I do I do bear spreads, and what they are is they're put spreads, but they're limited risk. Because you can always get a pullback, and you can get a you can get a short squeeze, and then you know what looked like a good trade turns into a disaster. So uh, that's one of the things that we talk about a lot on um, you know on the Discord. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to put out more information on this on how to trade this kind of market on the Discord room. And and basically, what that is is that. Um, Basically, we have this new special Discord service, and it's pretty easy. Basically, it offers direct access, daily access to me, uh, but also it. The most important thing is there's a community of like-minded traders, and you know that's the thing. When the markets change, that's when you need somebody to take a look over things because it's not as easy as it was last year. Unfortunately, I wish the laughter would continue forever. You know, I would probably, you know. It, it would just be tremendous. But right now, it's a tough market to trade because, you know, the money is sloshing around and one area is good and another is, you know, is bad the next. Very, very hard to trade right now. That's one of the great advantages of a Discord room of being with some like-minded traders that basically are using, um, you know, sound can slim type stock uh, evaluation to to kind of, you know, put together trades. Um, and uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be doing some training, but that's coming. I haven't quite you know, figured out how I'm going to do that yet, but that's coming as well. But if you want to find out more information on the Discord room, very easy to do. Just go to www.vinny.com slash you. You got to put this you in here. I don't know why, but you do. Slash Dallas Trading Floor. And if you go, if you go to that, you'll get to see a kind of a, a peek at some of the some of the spread trades that I put out. And, uh, you know, some of them are, are available exclusively for, the, the uh, Dallas Trading Floor Discord members, but some of them are, are just available. You can just take a look at them and how they've done. So you can kind of evaluate that. Um, but that's at the special um, uh, the special Discord service for 
uh, on Venny.com, www.venny.com slash you slash Dallas Trading Floor. All right, so let's wrap up. We're going to get some of the last questions in here. We're almost in an hour. We've got five more minutes left. Let's see if we can get some other good questions that I can answer, maybe. Uh, E-Y-E-S, thoughts, hmm, eyes. I don't know about what eyes is. Let's see if I can uh, put that up here. Let's see if I can get the the chart for eyes. Um, all right. Just looking at Southern Copper there. Uh, E-Y-E-S, eyes. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Interesting. Second site medical develops in, uh, implantable prosthetic medical devices. Uh, uses Okay. Interesting. This is for the blind. Very interesting. It's up a little bit after our 16 cents. I don't like this chart, unfortunately, Jay. Uh, you know, the problem with medical is you can do very, very well in medical, but it, you can also do poorly. And this just, this chart doesn't really, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, this just, we might be getting to a point where you could, you could possibly buy this. It would have to be above that area right there. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set, I'm going to look to see kind of what price level that is at. That's about at, uh, that's at, a, at about the $18 level. So we're way off of that. <clears throat> Here's the thing I would say on this on this particular one. Even though it does have a relative strength of 99, which is excellent, and it is trading above the 200-day line, which is good, and there and there was and there's been a lot of buying, I just think that this is a little bit speculative. And the reason I do is because of this checklist. It's only 55%. Typically, I like to see at least 60% or basically a, a little, little bit more here. Here's the problem. It's it's um, it's it's not at its it's it's 15% off its high. Typically, stocks that are near within 15% of their all-time high have a chance of going higher. If they don't, it's much more difficult. So I don't like that. <coughs> the uh, relative, the the earnings per share, of course, uh, rating is less than 80, and that's a, that's a, that's a kind of a that's that's not really good for me. Here's the problem. Their sales is a growth stock with the sales declining. You don't want to see that. Uh, we basically, of course, don't have any earnings. It's it's a growth stock. Uh, so basically, this is a little bit speculative, more speculative than I want to be in this market. So I would have to pass on this one just based on based on those based on based on those factors. I, I think we just have to, you know, I, I think I think we just have to pass um, on. Um, Eyes, E Y E S. I just, I, I, you know, at least for me, I'm not, I'm probably not going to be, I, I don't think this one probably would be the one for me, uh, for eyes. So I don't think we can, I, I don't think we can, uh, I think we've got to rule that one out. Uh, I think we've got, I think we've got to kind of rule that one out. All right. So let's see if we get next question. Saber. Is it a good reopening stock? Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the airline industry, and this is the reason why Boeing has been so weak. Even though the economy is reopening, what's going to happen is now with Zoom and everything like that, many of the the former business travelers are just going to do Zoom, unfortunately. And so this is where this is where the airlines make all of their money. Um, so right now, even if even if they came back to normal, you probably would not see. A, um, a profit, many of these, these companies being profitable for two or three years. If you've been with me for a while, you'll know, I mean, a, f a few weeks ago, I was doing bear spreads 
on on United Airlines and on Delta. And those are two of the best ones, uh, and they just haven't been been doing very well. So let's look at Saber S A B R, and of course that's based here in in Fort Worth, Texas. It's a very very vulnerable company. It used to be part of American Airlines, uh, but now of course it's separate. Um, here's the thing. It's fallen below the 50-day moving average here, so that's a concern for me. It is up after hours $0.04, cents, but I just don't really see this being at a good area. It looks like it was trying to hold support at that 50-day line. It fell through it. It's, it's sort of readjusting. Uh, the numbers uh, that it, it, it just went through just aren't looking good. It's 63% of this is fun, so I like that. And we do have, um, you know, we, we do have a negative cash flow. Which we really shouldn't for a company that is that is as old as this. This is spinoff. Sometimes spinoffs can be very very good. There is one spinoff that I really like. It's called Carrier. It was part of United Technologies, and it's quite good. But this spinoff, uh, I don't think it's doing as well. And I think uh, the you know the the numbers show it. So I think you got to be careful now. In this period of time when we have it's so difficult to trade, spinoffs are a great place to look. Spinoffs and reorganizations are a good place to look for potential candidates. But unfortunately, Saber, I think you just gotta I gotta avoid it right now. It's just not looking as good as I would like to see it. All right. Uh, this is probably the last one. This is a workhorse. And of course, this is the company that lost the contract to Oshkosh. Um, and unfortunately, it has, I don't think it's recovered since then. This was for the postal vehicles. That was the contract. WKHS is workhorses. I think it's based in Pennsylvania. I think in Pittsburgh area, if I'm not mistaken, on this one. Um, it is looking very, very poor. It's off after, well, it's, it's, uh, it's right at about 770, 769, but this is not the kind of chart you want to buy. It is a downward trending chart, and in this market, that's just you just have to be absolutely brutal. I just I can't buy this one. It's below the uh, it, it's below the 200-day moving average. Just not looking good. Even though, and, and this is incredible, even though their sales were up 550 percent. This is the uh, this is this is what they just they just reported. I just don't think that this one. It might be up. It doesn't. It doesn't even moved after hours. So I think you got to avoid this one too. Unfortunately, um, you know it does look like they might have been able to protest that contract that Oshkosh got, but it, I just wouldn't buy this one. Relative strength is eleven. It's just not the kind of thing to be in. Checklist is forty-four. So just is not the kind of place that you want to be right now. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, I'm sorry that yesterday I had a little bit of technical difficulty. Thanks for coming back today and taking a look. Um, you know, again, we, we have this new, we, we have this new, um, special discord service. And if you want to check that out, it's easy. Just go to www.venny.com and then slash, and you got to put this U in here. So it's, I guess it's the U in the U or whatever, U slash Dallas trading floor. So go out, check that out. Um, and that we were showing some very nice trades. They're mostly bear trades on there, but uh, something that you might want to take a look at. I'll be back tomorrow at 2.30 uh, Central, and I hope that everyone is doing well. Protect your positions right now. I think we may be in for a little bit more heavy weather. I think the stock market may be going down a little bit more based on these inflation fears, and it may it may turn over and move, move lower. So you want to be very, very defensive right now. Set up your stop losses. 
Um, you know, I, I normally recommend 7%, but I would, I, in this market, I would, I would kind of look at possibly doing a 5% stop loss just because I think it's so volatile. So, um, I will be back tomorrow at 2.30. I hope everyone is having a good day, at least better than yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I, will, I will see you back here tomorrow on Dallas Trading Floor. And I will see you then.